Welcome to the Album Club with your hosts, Chris, Will, Ben, and Jack. Gonna listen to an album and make our mind up, make our mind. Gonna talk for maybe an hour about what we think is actual sound. Discuss our thoughts and critiques and bands, but mainly hear some new ones. We're talking and tangents and talking another tangent. Who's trying to pick the sound that we'll talk about next week around, but mostly a fun time. Just friends and music, music, yeah. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Album Club. It's a podcast. Hello. We're going to discuss a different album. Especially a different one to last week. This week, we're going to discuss one that I've chosen. Uh, for those who don't know, each week we rotate, leading as the main host and picking the album, topics and questions to discuss throughout the episode. I will be your host for Thanks. this evening, Will Yates. How are we all Hello. doing? Yeah. Hello. 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 <laughs> uh, it took me three hours to get home today. Oh, oh. no. Yeah, Sorry, um, listen to the album. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean that's good. <laughs> How many that, times? Three times. No, just the once. So Gosh, I yeah. To some Jacob Carter. Oh, yeah, what what album did you do? What what album was album five hundred? Oh shit! Um, album five. Chris has listened to five hundred albums. Album five hundred is his actually lifetime. Jacob Collier, Jesse, Volume Two. It's pronounced oh, De Jesse. Nice. It's not. <laughs> I saw you sent me a message. You sent me a message saying, "What the hell is Steve Vai doing here?" Yeah, and, I stand by it. And, and, and I, I mean, I every everyone's there now. He can just call whoever the hell he wants. Yeah, he's got fucking T yeah. Pain on the the album after. And like. Steve Vai plays too many notes as well. So I mean, it makes sense. Like mm. he's the eighties um, mono mono instrumental Jacob Collier. <laughs> Yeah, he's not. That's not a statement I stand behind at all. Yeah, it's sure. They're both yeah. very talented. You're right. And quite maximalist, I suppose. Is that the opposite of minimalist? Is that actually like a word or a view? Maximalist. It's a word. I don't think it's a musical style in the way that minimalism is. But but like, is that yeah, actually, actually an adjective? Like yeah, I, I didn't realize. Fair. Good to know. Yeah. It's you learn something every day. Language. Language. A person who holds extreme Shout out views. Speaking of language, you'll notice that for this album, I haven't done like funny nicknames for all of us because oh shit! This week we are listening to the the infamous by Mob Deep, and I just didn't want to put like I don't want to vex us all by being like, yeah, we're gonna have a horrible time. <laughs> oh no! What are the are the album song names that like? I don't know, Jack, the grave prelude, Zissel, or Chris, <laughs> the start of your ending, McDonnell. Who could forget, um, Ben, give up the goods, just step white. <laughs> or what about drink Featuring away the pain? Big yeah, featuring Big, big Noid. Noid. <laughs> That's that video game character, right? Uh... Don't know. I'm gonna go with no, but I don't even know I who you're who you're um, trying to say. I think is it is it is the Nord something? Hold on. That's the kind of keyboard. The Noid? Oh yeah, the Noid is the old Domino's um <laughs> mascot. <laughs> oh, didn't Family Guy used to used to take the piss out of the Noid? I think so. I think that's maybe where wait, the Noid was in the most recent Crash Bandicoot game. Hello? 
The same oh, one. What? Okay. What the fuck Hello. is going on? Yeah, the same Thanks. Noid. Wow. And, yeah, the rapper Noid, as opposed to the. Yeah, the rapper Big Noid. Yeah. How's Will? Apparently, Will is still ill. I am. I. It's fine. I'm like. I'm kind of healthy these days, so me being ill is not as bad as it could be for other people, if that makes sense. Like, people have had a cold, but I've not been too affected. I've just been like, mornings and nights felt a bit rough, but I, I've got yeah. like some lozenges and drink a lot of honey tea, and then the day I'm nice. fine. But now I've been to right. the gym, my legs are on fire, I have sat down, and now I can't stand up out. again for a while. Um, oh, and no. it's good. Just going to sniffle a little bit, but aside from that, I feel okay. Yeah. Ooh. Brad-ish. Is that everyone? Radish. Ben White. Ben White. Everyone is a radish. I agree. Yes, that is everyone. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Everyone's uh, mostly water and tastes a bit spicy. <laughs> yeah, that's that is a good description for but me. Not Thank very you. much spicy. Like a radish is. Sp- I don't know. If- I can remember what a radish tastes if like. If you get a fresh-grown radish, as a person who's grown radishes in their lifetime, the the, oh, the, the fresh-grown stuff is better than the store-bought alternative. But <laughs> if yeah, because I grew radishes once, and my mum was like, "Do you want to do you want to like, eat the food you've made?" And I was like, "Yeah," and I ate like six of them, and I was like, mm, "Not not the way to eat these." Apparently, <laughs> just bite yeah, they're great, straight but into them. yeah, just wash them and bite straight into them, and you'll get like. It's a bit like tame ginger, I guess. I don't know. It's not ginger in the slightest, but <laughs> tame, tame ginger. Tame ginger like is it. my like my rapper name. On the <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put it on the list. Actually, that should go on the back. Okay, name. yeah. Tame, tame ginger. ginger. Yeah, as it's the sister actually, act no, to tame no, impala. No, 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 I'm all right. I'm Radish all right. tastes spicy, crisp, and zesty. Yeah, I would describe you that. You could call you cover band Lame Impala. That that would nice. be like, <laughs> that is a good one. I'm band. sure that's already yeah. been or done. Or same Impala. <laughs> Radishes are great for Lame a parlor. for a plowman salad. Um, they're also nice for just a nice summer summer evening food when it's still pretty warm out there and you want something cold. Plowman salad is also my tame impala um, cover <laughs> band name. I'll tell you what else is good for a, a good summer evening. The Infamous by Mob Deep. Nice. Um, before, <laughs> before we... Before we do that, there is a layman parlor dis- um, definition on Urban Dictionary that was submitted by Senor Danknugs. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm my hero. And, and the definition is a talentless psychedelic hypno groove melodic rock band from Perth. The artist, in inverted commas, goes by the handle of Tame Impala. But due to lackluster performances, should be officially known as Layman Parlor. Jimmy, <laughs> dude, shout out, Mister Danknugs. <laughs> da- wow, Danknugs, and this is him using it in a sentence. Jimmy, dude, can we listen to some Tame Impala while we are on the road trip? I legitimately love listening to shitty music. Me, no, Layman Parlor sucks ass, and no one likes them. Let's listen to some real music, like fish. <laughs> How about that? Uh, that yes. By Senor Danknugs. I bet Senor Danknugs is certainly a well adjusted individual who is not at all <laughs> bitter about Kevin Parker. Uh, it seems not. He's also submitted a lot of definitions. <laughs> Welcome to the Senor um, Danknugs podcast. I mean, podcast. you've got to have hobbies. 
Yeah, Senor Do Danknox want, like, definitely has too much time on their on. hands. He also doesn't like Rufus de Sol, who he's named Rufus de Suck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you're listening, Senor de Danknugs, I would I would love to have you on the show. Or Rufus to suck. Can we have I'm Rufus to very suck? Very excited. Yeah, we could just give him band names and tell him to like. Yes, can you just? Can you make? What's the anti one of these? What's the antithesis of I don't know wet leg? Um, penis gnome. Apparently, I was going to say wet smeg, but. Mm. Yeah, we're yeah. going to kick you out and put Senor Danknugs in your place. <laughs> it's How my you fuck, I'm that? hosting this episode. Senor Danknugs <laughs> has not listened to the album. <laughs> or maybe, maybe, maybe he is. Maybe the real music he wants to listen to instead of Tame Impala is Mob Deep. Well, like, Mob <laughs> Shallow. Let's go. Oh. I'm sure there's some people. Whoa. Oh, that's a take. Write that down. <laughs> On Urban Dictionary, next to Mr. <laughs> yeah, Daniels. Yeah, that's where we actually keep all of our liner notes from now on, is Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Mob Shallow, like, fr- or like, yeah, wow. Can you just submit to Urban Dictionary, is it one of yeah, those? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that, yeah. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it with one of your names. I'm going to pick one of you, and I'm going to come up with a de- definition. And it might be me, actually. <laughs> I don't know what I'd say about myself, though. That sounds harder to judge. If you've got any ideas, write into us. Where can they write into us? They can write into us. Thealbumclub.pod, the Album Club on Twitter, and uh, email at uh, thealbumclub.pod at gmail.com. Forward slash. Uh, this episode of Urban Dictionary. I had a um, student in my class being like, can we have a, a rule about people playing certain music because rap isn't real music. I was like, Ooh, mm. that's an interesting take. It's very interesting. Like, oh yeah. That's the normal thing people say, isn't it? It's uh, people like everything except for rap, rap and country. Yeah. I, I, I guess then, it was less so rap. It was more so like electronic. They were like, oh, okay. um, the real stuff is like Slipknot and stuff. I'm like, right. Okay, bud. Sure. Slipknot have melodic hooks though, I guess. Like yeah. I, this, this is the thing I was going to say about, I was just going to do a little very tiny like mainstream education rant, I guess, about how like, um, I don't know, not even rant, just like I find it interesting sometimes because um, so I work in school, hmm. several places, I suppose. And um, one of them in particular, I work with a music teacher and we like mark compositions and give feedback on them and hmm. help kids write songs and stuff. And so often to the point where she's like, um, second guessing herself for it now. She's like, oh, it needs a melody or it needs a better melody or, and she's a violin player and yeah. she's like of a certain school. Yeah. And so often I'm like, not as extremely of that opinion, I suppose. Mm. Um, Cause she, she struggles. And I think my issue is that then the mark scheme says that she's kind of right, I suppose. Yeah. Cause they'll, they'll it depends, be a, cause like, it's context yeah. and it's not like a list of you need, a trill and you need a certain set of i don't know but it's it's helpful to put melody in but it's not like required and also i think like i don't know is there any melody in this album what do people think in this oh, album there was like yeah, there's, there's... a chorus at one point in time like yeah the what about the um the one with yeah. the feature let's have a look with Crystal yeah, Johnson, uh, Temperatures Rising's yeah, got yeah, melody. Yeah, that's the one that I was thinking. Yeah. Also, you I think could that argue in a literal sense, but then 
You could argue that the samples have melody within themselves. Yeah. Yeah, they're mostly what a traditionalist would call harmony, aren't they? But I, I would argue mm. yes. I would argue you're right. Like, I feel like um, quite often the top line on a chord progression is a melody in its own right, or the root, or a bass line is a melody. I would argue mm. quite yeah. often. And like James Jameson, the, like mainstream school, try and really separate those things. James Jameson is definitely playing melodies. Yeah. Definitely. I think. But um, you can't analyze that without looking at the chords. I don't think that makes any sense. Um, mm. that, that's my view. And then I also think you can't analyze that without acknowledging the timbre that that's a bass and it's a chunky, fat sound and it's in a certain register that means certain notes. Like, there's certain things he wouldn't do because he's so low and because he's so like bass heavy mm. and it's, he and it's naturally going to be less like he might defined because of lower frequency potentially against yeah stuff like that i think it's all it's all connected bro <laughs> we live in a society and um i think it's super cool yeah it's it's super cool to acknowledge that people have the like um different mindsets but i think so often the like rap is not real music is a melody comment which is funny because it like overlaps with my like classical music colleagues it's the funny thing like they have the same stance <laughs> yeah and that, that certain types of classical music definitely won't be as melodic and is still valuable yeah 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 absolutely can happen but like so, I, th I think honestly so I that, that was one of my issues with the album and i don't always have this issue, but I think it felt sort of like the, because of the sometimes lack of melody in the, um, like backing tracks, I guess, which is a poor word for it. Like the instrumental is what mm. I mean. Um, I think, but it could, maybe it feels like backing tracks. Yeah, I guess it, it definitely can. To me, it feels more like backing tracks than it sometimes. Yeah. Especially when sort of like the rap ends and then it fades and I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, and sometimes very slowly. Yeah. And, but sometimes then there was, really there was that one out. that really quickly, it was like over and fade. And I was like, okay, <laughs> cool. Yeah. But and basically they are, you know, we were saying minimalism, maximalism earlier. Yeah. These guys are contemporary as shit because they're not using melody. <laughs> I guess is yeah. what you'd argue. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the cool thing. Like, does it, does it like they're not using that and they're not using structure necessarily in the same way that we would in a Beatles song towards that, I suppose. But do we, do we feel like it's brave? I feel like this would probably be a good Is point for me to talk about a little bit more about Mob Deep for those who haven't heard of them before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. So Mob Deep are two New York based rappers and producers. Uh, you have Havoc and Prodigy. Uh, Prodigy has since passed away, but um, this is their second album. The first one being Juvenile Hell, which was like moderate to not that good success. And then The Infamous is the second one. Uh, they were picked up by the same al the same label as, let's see which one, Loud Records. So this is the same label that had other people like Q-Tip, who's a member of the Tribe Called Quest. He's a producer of that. Um, and if, oh shit, I, I did have an article. He's on this album as well. Oh, he's the, he's a producer on a lot of this album, actually. He's down as, oh, he? he's down as the abstract. His voice is on it, definitely. He's, yeah, he is on, on one track specifically, oh, cool. but he, he produced, I think every track except for Drink Away the Pain, which is the one he's on anyway. So, Oh no, both, sorry, he's, he produced that as well. You're saying both the members in, 
Mob Deeper producers as well? Uh, I think one of the. I think it's Havoc. But yeah, let's say both okay, of them so because I can't. I can't specifically say with certainty. But um, let me have a look because here we go. Uh, Raekwon, Ghostface Killer, uh, and Crystal Johnson were like label mates and affiliates of Q-Tip. Naz, who's on this album as um, well, is like a childhood friend of Havoc. Uh, Raekwon, Bi- Ghostface are... Oh. Um, Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang, yeah. Yes. Big Noid, <laughs> you'll be pleased to know. Bless. Is, bless you. Is, um, is like the dealer who was on their block... And he always used to like just rap on the street, and they were like, "Yeah, you need to, you need to like come on this album." And he was originally like, "No, I'd rather sell drugs. I don't want to be a rapper." And then Mob Deep were like, "No, you need to be a rapper." He's like, "Okay, fine." Um, but yes, so this did it, did it work out for him, or is this like his only? Because I've not heard of him before. I I do not know. Is this like? Let me have a quick look. Okay, I vaguely um, recognize the name because right, um, hip hop evolution on netflix is really really good and i recommend watching that if you have any interest in the history of this kind of thing but they um start from the very very beginnings of the genre and then have gone up to like the most recent series is on kanye and jay-z and that kind of stuff um and yeah they go into a lot of these artists and it's very very good big noise appears recommend. to be uh appears to be doing music which is good Nice. Um, yeah, what else, what else was I going to say? So this album kind of re- was part of the scene of East Coast Renaissance sort of stuff. So you had Illmatic by Nas, Ready to Die by Biggie, and apparently Enter the Wu-Tang, 36 Chambers, which is an album I haven't heard, but apparently that's in the same scene as well. Um, oh, what? Mm. Wild. Is it? Apparently. So Wikipedia no, but as says. In, I'm, it's it's wild that, that you haven't, haven't listened to Oh, yeah, no, no. I, I, Wu-Tang has, for some reason, just not been on my radar. I will get round to it eventually. You'd absolutely know Because I, I know Old Dirty yeah. Bastard real well. I just haven't heard Wu-Tang. Um, Fair. And yeah, like, that End of the Wu-Tang album is... Mr. Bastard cool. Boy do. What? <laughs> what have you been hearing, Mr. Bastard? You just know it's solo stuff. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe that's because of my, like, the way that I've been introduced to half of the rap that I know. In fact, no, it's like, t- it's like a circle of thirds where it's like external source. This is an external source of just a friend's recommended it to me and I've, I've really liked it. Another one is if my brother liked it when I was growing up, which is kind of more yeah. English and, and white rap. And then the third of this, this, pie chart of thirds is just like skateboarding games <laughs> and so old dirty <laughs> bastard was from skate you'll be pleased to hear right uh, ah so it's like a couple of tracks rather than like a oh yeah no again i haven't I, i'm not like okay. an odb big fan that's i'm not johnny milsom over here <laughs> um but yeah this this sort of really cement this album cemented hardcore hip-hop which or you could call it gangster rap i guess if you want to do that or east coast hip-hop but because it's so somber in a lot of its tone and it's pretty unforgiving in the fact that it's just all the the album's mostly about one thing which is just having a hard life in a gang ridden new york Hmm. um but i think i think that's a pretty decent explanation as to this album and mob deep they it was Shook One's Part 2, which is a single off this album, along with a few others, is like quite, put intended, 
a famous single from the infamous. Um, but we'll get into that later. Mm. What What were your guys' initial thoughts, Jack? I know you were starting to to say before I cut you off. Uh, yeah. I mean, like I said, like it felt like the instrumentals in some places could have been more developed for me to like really, really like enjoy it. Mm. Not that I didn't enjoy it, mm. but like that would have been what I would have liked because this stuff now like sort of Kendrick's to Pimp, which has so much like going on and feels like there's a bit more thought like instrumentally yeah. there. But like the instrumentals on this, especially like the, I just love the sound of this era's like drum machines. Yeah. It's, it's just so fucking nice. Yeah. Well, it's um, funny you should say that because I don't, is the M- Akai MPC got a drum machine built in? I think all of these drums are samples. Oh yeah, they absolutely are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I, I feel like I recognize them. Mm. Um, Or like, they sound enough like samples that I could believe that they are. Mm. But yeah, I don't know what samples, but yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What about uh, you two, Chris Ben? Chris Ben, we've combined <laughs> to make one. Chris Ben, Donna White. Two, one. We thought. No, go on, Chris. <laughs> I think we've got very different opinions, so that'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just kind of back up what Jack's saying about how like the backing track or samples are just they're they're just not interesting enough for me to kind of get into the the things. I'm like, cool, that's a nice four bar loop, and then the song's four and a half minutes, and I'm like, can we move on? Um, yeah, it's yeah, and as we know, I'm not really a rap fan, but I mean, there's mm. some of this which is cool, but most of it is just to kind of get through. But like the tracks with the features are really cool. Like Temperatures Rising is great. Mm. But I think that's just because it actually has some interest for me. A chorus. Uh, yeah. to. So. It's, it was funny. As soon as, as soon as we finished last week's podcast, or maybe it was at the weekend. I can't remember. I was chatting to Ben and I, I should, I should have chosen an action Bronson one for your, like for your interlude into rap. Cause I feel like that would have been more, it's not like I've never done rap before. It's no, just no, 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 no. It's but it's you're not the biggest fan, are you? No, but I think that's just me. I think nothing's probably going to really get me into the genre because it just ain't for me. Okay, except MF, except NF, because <laughs> the backing is just so goddamn interesting. <laughs> I I want to try and make it like a little little side goal of mine to try and find you a hip hop album that you like. Like the one that I'm going to bring to you, and you'd be like, "Actually, this was pretty fun." Have you done to pimp a butterfly, Chris? Yeah, like okay. that kind of stuff is it's good, but like it's Fast. it's not for yeah. you. Yeah, like I'll listen to it and I'm like, "Yeah, this has got some very good points, and mm. artistically, mm. it's phenomenal." But just isn't for me. Mm. Just just doesn't scratch that itch. But that's um. Yeah, I guess the goal as well. You're not just saying you want to find him a hip hop album he likes. You you want him to like rap, no, like well, like beer. So like quite often, well, ideally I would. That would be cool. Like if if because you want to like 
prick him into it. So you want like, you know how when people first taste beer, they're like, well, this is gross. And then what <laughs> most teenage boys do is they're like, yeah, but it's cool. So I'm going to keep trying it. And I'm going to enjoy the context in which beer happens, mm. i.e. like a party or the pub. Mm. And then one day you're like, wait, it turns out I appreciate the beer part of this process as well now. <laughs> and maybe there's like musical equivalents of that where we like find find music that involves rap, but is enjoyable for several mm. reasons. And then one day he's like, oh, no, I'm enjoying the wordplay as well. And I'm enjoying like the, the rhythmic cadence and I'm enjoying like the imagery. And do you know what I mean? Yeah, basically, just I want to I want to Stockholm syndrome you into 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 liking this genre of music. So you're gonna just like tie me uh, to a chair. He's allowed to leave. Like, <laughs> like glass wrap at me for forty eight hours. The next five hundred albums that you listen to this year. But I'm, I'm going to, to do it the worst albums. way around possible, which is play you the shittest rap I know. So that way, the next thing that you hear, it could just be like a a, a Snoop Dogg track from the past five years. It'd be like, this is the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Yeah, you just play me like SoundCloud rap yeah. for like yeah. D4 NNY goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> An absolute classic. I play of you the fucking Pofu with Deathbed. You're like, this is the biggest hip hop tune of 2000 and when. <laughs> um, maybe what would, like what a would more... you, Jack? If... Sorry, I just got one more thing, but maybe it's just like a style yeah, yeah. of rap because like Hamilton's fucking lit. But I mean, that's not really rap. Yeah. But like, it's it's definitely influenced by rap. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah, I mean, if anything, that was something I was going to mention later in the podcast. But in fact, no, I'll do. I'll yeah, we'll bring Hamilton into this at a later date. But it's only a, a quick tangent, so forget about it. Forget about forget it. Forget about it. But yeah, that is say? just like super accessible rap. So it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with Chris. And like, that's that's exactly what me and Will were saying the other day. Is that like this is. This is a rap fan's rap record. Yeah. Like, this is not... Mm. And and particularly, I would say, like, mid-90s New York is, boom bap stuff. is for people who already like rap. Like, the like kind of New York bounce, boom-bap stuff is, like... It isn't... Yeah, it isn't to get outsiders in, really. That's not... And I don't think they want it to be, either. If anything, yeah. it's super, like, territorial. Like, li- li- lyrically and everything. Literally, geographically. Like, what I wondered is, like, what would Jack... What would Jack... Um, show Chris to try and get him into rap, I guess. Uh, like, what would be d- a good gateway? I know, I have I have really specific ones. Epic rap battles of history. Music. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> to be fair, that's, um, that's a good answer, probably. I've never watched one, but I think that's a I, good answer. I think Eminem's a good one, just because it's funny. Yeah, like, I was going to go with Action yeah, Bronson for the same reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's probably is... That all... Watsky, who, what, I mean, yeah. they're, they're probably my two favorite white rappers. Rappers, maybe, maybe, but just because, like, I mean, Eminem's got the funny and the fast, and then Watsky's is funny and fast, and like, I, ju- I, mean, I guess the personality is really big. There's mm. the impressiveness of it, and also like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, there's personality to it. Like, there's a a Watsky line about playing Miley Cyrus's ribcage with his dick like it's a xylophone, <laughs> which is fucking, like, out of nowhere, but so funny. Um, and Bo Burnham's in that music video. I'm not surprised. Setting fire to fun. a car. Um, um, yeah, the tune's big. It's very good. Whoa, whoa, whoa by Watsky. It's sick. It's fucking sick. Yeah. Um, 
I think I think it's super it's super good when there's a personality and okay, oh so this, so this album Mafia is a classic. Well. Okay, JPEG Mafia, absolutely because that's the... dense. Dense, not I don't know. That's not the right word, but it's not. It's not. Easy, but the instrumentals are so it's hard to avoid. Like it's yeah, like, certainly not dull. That's yeah, for sure. sure. I guess it's like uh, Death Grips um, in that in that aspect as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though I struggle with some Death Crips. Oh, clipping as well. Those are the four. <laughs> There's some clipping, cool clipping. Eminem, Watsky. There's a really cool clipping track that does such cool, cool like metric stuff. Like I think it does like a bar of two four, and then like some bars of three four, then four four, then five four, then six four, then seven four. Nice. And it's just like this is cool. Um, what did I think? Um, yeah, I thought a lot. I mean, yeah. So I am. <laughs> I haven't heard this album before, and oh. I've obviously heard some of the bigger tunes. Yeah, and. And they're they're iconic and they're classics and they are an excellent representation of New York hip hop at that point, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I guess because of that, it was exactly what I expected. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? And so you I, found I no surprises. Um, I, I I don't know. I like. I, yeah, some of it's cool. It was it was um. It goes harder than I thought. Mm. It's like more um brutal, mm. I suppose, than I than I expected. Oh yeah, for, for context, like, Jack and Chris hopeless almost, but they're not miserable about it. Both I don't know. both of these artists are twenty two at the time of recording. Wild. Yeah, they Fair. they the first album so was the when guy was, said he's nineteen. Is he not? Uh, no, he was nineteen when he wrote that song though. Oh, so it took him three years to get the uh, track out. So have I got that right that he was he was either twenty or twenty? Because so young, he was young. He was That's yeah, he was bit. he was young. I think he was twenty two. Yeah, so he. Did Shook One's part one as a promo for this album, uh, which fe- featured most of the same rapping, but just to a different backing, like sample instrumental. Um, also, it's a pretty striking line. Uh, but Nick Kelly showed me Shook One's part two, and I got into sorry, friend of the podcast Nick Kelly showed me this 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 one single from this album, and. I was like, yeah, it's a cool track. And then later he was absolutely just gushing over it, being like, no, it's so violent though. And like, can you imagine from their perspective writing this at at like their age in life when me and him were like 25? And I was like, I guess not, no. And it's so uh, full on. Like different experience. Yeah, it just yeah. they just don't let up and it feels feels unrelenting and very, very hopeless. Um they even like consider having some perspective for one line. I can't remember what it is, but he's like, he like considers stepping back in like verse three, and he's like, nope, no time for that. Yeah, like literally, like for half a line, he's like, am I okay with no? Don't think that. Yeah, um, it's like, yeah, am I, it's don't even heavy. think about these thoughts. I ain't got time for this shit. It's all yeah. brutal. Um, so this leads me onto my I first think, question. Um, oh, go on. Oh, I was just gonna say, I think like linking back to what you guys were saying about the simplicity of the instrumental and stuff. And yeah. like, besides the point, that's just like the style. That's what happens. Yeah. Um, I think there's, there's some points on this record where I really dig it and mm-hmm. it feels like so much harder because of it. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like even just like towards mm-hmm. the end, like in that last track, a lot, a lot of the verses, I, I can't remember exactly what happened, but I think there's something in like verse two where the the lyrics were going and it was really cold blooded and there's like no respite musically. It's like some hard bass line and some knocking 
astroms yeah <laughs> and like little snippets of mel- like melodic harmonic fragments and it's just like so sparse and it sounds so much darker because of it yeah mm. and it's fun that they've done that like i guess by subtra- subtraction rather than like adding heavy mm. tritones or some obvious yeah. like lame cheesy way of getting there like they've so just been really pr- fun and yeah I know, like will will really likes um what's the fuji's track like um oh re- um, killing me softly yeah where there's like maybe you really like six tracks it's just like bass drums and vocals for like yeah. a very long time oh yeah <laughs> and it's like it's, it's really quite fuck. bold but it yeah. works really well i think um, whereas there's also here it's done for a whole other me like mm. it, like, like emotion, killing but. me softly that one yeah the one that was originally yeah yeah it's a cover it's a cover a roberta flack cover oh, which which roberta right. flack covered herself from someone else i forget but yeah, the the studio engineer who decided, yeah, let's let's not have anything except for sample, kick drum, snare drum, hi hat, bass, and Lauren Hill had absolute wheels on him. Like that man had some stones. <laughs> <laughs> but um, similar to this, wheels. I think um, I think Ben's right in the fact that not that I can say I have had a life similar to them in the slightest, but I imagine like real life violence is not i bet it's like it's just there it's just dry it's it is what it is and then it happens mm. and it's done there's no like big fanfare you've just i don't know murdered a man and that's it there's no one's around and you're like fuck that's that's that i guess and i, I guess, guess the fanfare is the record to some extent like yeah they're really kind of like trying to hype it up like i don't know if i'm quite convinced but like you were saying i can't remember what you said but it, you were like basically it's quite like a negative list of events. <laughs> like yeah. Most people would, would be upset about it. And they're kind of just like, they're wearing it like a badge of pride. Of it. Yeah. They're trying to, yeah. Um, which again is like pretty normal for the style, but like it's in the second track, which is the second track is what? <laughs> yeah. The dude's like, yeah, I, so we do, we do murders and shit. Everyone else pretends they do. You have no idea. I have killed a man, like, et cetera, et cetera. I am like to reinstate that I am in fact a dangerous individual. It's, and the police knocked on his yeah, door after the two. album was like, like um, Moby, cut hello. it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Quite yeah. something to uh, have an intermission after uh, one track. <laughs> yeah, that's another yeah. thing. Yeah. I was thinking about that today. I was like, absolute yeah. Chad move. Be like, first track, intermission. Don't explain. <laughs> <laughs> we have an intermission straight after track. Yeah, it's I mean, like the sma- intermission was the explanation. Yeah, like, it was. Yeah. But it's like smashing your guitars at soundcheck yeah. kind of move. It's brill. <laughs> you know how I feel about it that one gig. did end with like, yeah, that's, that's the best gig. There was some line about like, they don't fuck with people who smoke a lot. And then, like, yeah, the start yeah. of the next track is "Hey, pass the weed." <laughs> I was like, oh, "Dude, come on, think it through." No, <laughs> other than that. <laughs> so, what I was gonna ask um, before I went on a bit of a loose lip tangent um, is: so, when people grow up, at least a lot of the artists that I see, when they have pretty horrendous scenarios around them, they usually use escapism that I've seen to get out of those and to like to have something better to walk to work towards or to something that, that they can escape to and find some rest and respite respite in that. Um, 
why on earth do you reckon these guys, like Ben said, championed it? There is a reason. I don't actually have an answer, but I think it'd be an interesting topic to be like, considering so many people choose to escape their surroundings, why are these guys embracing their hard and just documenting this dark lifestyle? Sad music, best music. <laughs> Jack Zizzle. <laughs> Jack Tombstone Zizzle. Resident <laughs> sad boy Jack Zizzle. Thank Two, you. I think that three. should be the... Can that be the t-shirt when we start doing merch? And then <laughs> yeah. Sad music, best music, Jack Zizzle. That's what I want. Just my face. It's a picture of you in the rain staring at a lamppost. <laughs> and can we Photoshop this album cover so they're smiling and do the opposite t-shirt? <laughs> like, which, which, on which note, like, have you guys, because I only noticed this in the last year. I can't remember where I saw someone post the picture of this album or I just saw this album art in the last year and I realized... Um, look at the dude's t-shirt. Like, have you guys noticed this? That's so dated. It looks so, it's so like cool. And then you're like, why have they like photoshopped themselves onto the t-shirt? They want to fit oh, their crew so in awkward. there. <laughs> it's not, there's a, there's a like, I suppose that the, is what it is. Yeah. There's the animated version of it on Spotify. Like, Yo, you know, what the, is like, there? no way. Oh my God. Oh, I'm going to have to look so at it's, that. Really? Maybe that's what I saw. Maybe that's when I saw it. It's the houses behind closing, and then it's a zoom in on the picture on his T-shirt, and then a How zoom. How do you get the animated the version? Um, I think it's, it's on, only it's on, on mobile. Ah, yeah, oh, for fuck's sake! Fine, um, whatever. But yeah, can you can you give me an example of an uh, escapism artist? I guess um, I'm intrigued by that. Sure, I I guess I hadn't had to. I don't know. Okay, let, let's say In, Kanye when he does space. To me, it feels like most spaceship. artists use it as a way to get through. So Kanye, when he does spaceship and he talks about working a dead end job at a grave shift, and how he wishes he could be in a spaceship to fly away and and just get away from that, um, or wishing for something more. Whereas, I, th- I think that's a, that's a general theme. It's just wishing for something more, and these people don't wish for anything more. Mm. They just wish to survive. Like, um, who else could I go for? Um, frightened rabbit. I haven't. I haven't actually had time to 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 research for this. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. I just I just feel like actually quite often, um, music is a way that people are tackling their problems fairly like directly. Okay. Actually, as an art form, it's one of maybe the most closer to direct ones. I don't know. I feel like in I don't know. People will paint paintings of a pretty flower when mm. they're chopping their ear off, but like. I mean, they would write poetry and songs but, about but then the also, girl that left them. Also, like, I mean, I I know what you're talking about, but also like you can track the sort of descent into madness of Van Gogh through his yeah art. I like, think so. Nina Simone once said that it is our duty to to document the surroundings around us in songs because it is a product of the time and it's it's. The telling of history as it was and so that kind of stands to what you're saying ben in that maybe more artists do document so. their, their shoddy scenarios i don't I know it's, it's interesting honest as well like yeah as a, at least i do like i i connect more with someone who's like even if it's not um super direct and on the nose it's yeah. like honest it's not pretending mm. it's like what some it tells me what's important to them yeah 
yeah. I like I, I like that in films as well. Like that's I don't know. I feel like that's nice. Hmm. Hmm. Nice is maybe the wrong word in the context of this. <laughs> no, I, I know what you're like, saying. But necessary question mark. But I do needed, think I do like, think this album is yeah. I think this album's interesting in that it's like like I say that that yeah, and you're saying they're so within it, aren't they? Yeah. They're nearly trapped they're, they're in it, not, to be honest. They're not like stepping back. Whereas like, I don't know, like Biggie is making light of it. And yeah. Making jokes and then stepping out and making some ridiculous metaphor or something. I might crack a smile, and but like, ain't, ain't a damn it's, thing it's funny. Yeah. Um, which might, might be a Rakim reference, but it might not be. I don't know. Um, hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's no, there's no humor really. No. Like that, that's a thing that, Maybe didn't like mega surprise me, but I don't know. I I tend to find I don't know. I tend to enjoy more wordplay and yeah, yeah, for like, sure. Playfulness, I suppose. But it meant that this, like, this felt a bit more narrative, which was nice. Also, mm. like because sometimes the sort of funny stuff doesn't really say anything, whereas this definitely wasn't. Definitely had like a through thought, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, I think Biggie, Biggie, Biggie does both really well, though. I think he's a That's great fair. example. Yeah, he's fair. like, he's like yeah. talking about I don't know, um, his rise, and then he's like, they don't call me Biggie for nothing. It's like this is this is relevant <laughs> and like playful, and it's got so yeah. much character, and it's really endearing. Mm. Whereas, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't like these guys. No, I don't want to hang out. <laughs> Do with you know them. what I mean? Like, I don't want to hang out with these guys. Like, they, they, they flow hard, and they they keep going on about how they like stand by their crew but like <laughs> they're not likable like <laughs> i don't unless like, you're like and, and maybe that's a personality type thing as well but i don't know <laughs> yeah they were also and it's also it's also like jack says we're used to hearing later stuff and we're used to hearing like slightly more conscious rounded yeah self-aware. and more and like yeah these guys were 19 for some contemporary thing, like, that, i think we're used to different things yeah i think so but that's i guess that's why i like this is because it's it is efficient. It's a pretty good staple of the scene, uh, and it had inf- it is an influence for a lot of rappers to come that that Jack will know, like the ones that will draw um, inspiration from this album. Mm. I've forgotten the words today. I'm really sorry, everybody. You need to go on on Urban Dictionary find out some more words. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Senor Dank Nugs. Where's will help Where's you Dank out. Nugs? Please. Okay. Um, do you, do Chris? Do you have anything to say about that, or should we just move on to the next question? Yeah, it's kind of some of the things. Just like it's just the way that most artists just reflect and then mm. get to put that into music. So it, yeah. it just kind of made sense to me that this, both this kind of music and this style, would kind of be about their current situation and how shit it is because nineties New York didn't seem it too like good. A fun place. I guess as well, if you stick to what you know, and these guys definitely know it. Hmm. All right, well, I, I now want to go on a bit of a tangent about Shook One's part two, because that's my favorite like track on this on this album. If I, I, I use sometimes at the gym, if I'm lacking motivation, I'll stick on hip hop albums like this. Not because it's like, oh yeah, I feel like I'm 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 with it. I just feel like shit. This these guys have it horrible. These guys have it absolutely horrible. I can do better. Like 
I've been given a better scenario. I'll just be a bit more accepting of my I'll life. Do and, a run. Yeah, I can do a run if these guys can survive a drive-by. You know, like fair. it's yeah, fair. it's fun for me for motivation. But Shook One's Part Two, phenomenal, like heavyweight track. Um, fun fact about this track: the hi hat is Havoc's oven. It's just his like clicker to start the gas <laughs> oven. Rad. So back to the drum nice. packs. Yeah, they're some of them are pretty pretty fun. Um, yeah, that's rad. I like. I really like that because I definitely, when I'm doing stuff, like to do stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Shout out my song, Ice Coffee. That all of the drum beat is the coffee making process. Nice. Uh, yeah, now it's available on all major streaming services. <laughs> yeah. Um, that song is also sponsored, am I right, Jack? Yes, by me. Excellent. By Senor... Senor Tanknuts. I nearly said Senor Big Dong, though. <laughs> Senor Big Nuts. That's, that's absolutely a um, Urban Dictionary entry, if I ever heard one. I really like the sample behind this track. So the piano... Why did I Google that? Sorry. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Do you just Google Senor Big Dog? Is he Googling? Yep. Is he Googling Senor? Okay, uh, cool. I, I Googled Senor um, Big Dong and it, it did exactly what you think. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Will. It, it did exactly what you thought it did. Anyway. Um, it's like the other day where Ben was trying to work out if Corona was Spanish for crown and just Googled Corona and then was presented with a bunch of medical information. He was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot. um the piano sample in shook ones part two is haunting and i love it what i love more is the fact that um if i'll send the video to the chat because i love it but it's a herbie hancock track called jessica and havoc just was he didn't really care for it but prodigy the other dude was like no, keep it. That sounds cool. Wild. Because Havoc forgot this and someone, some absolute eagle-eared fan found the sample because no, he'd forgot. He was so, apparently he was so high he forgot how he sampled it. <laughs> and people were like, where'd you get the sample from? He's like, I don't know. And then 16 years later or so, someone found this this Herbie Hancock song and slowed down the, right. the intro piano on his MPC and then did a bit of jiggery pokery and have it was like, oh yeah, no, actually it was it was that, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I've well done. You found it. And this incredibly famous hip hop song that no one knew the sample for, people then knew the sample. This is all like as told to me by a dude in a pub, <laughs> essentially. So I don't quote me on this, but that I think that's a really fun story to tell, even if it is maybe not true. I really like the yeah, sample stuff. It's like one of my favorite videos on YouTube is the like recreating of prodigy <gasps> yeah um, yeah that's a wild vid that's it's so much fun like uh, but also that because that's that's one thing people finding the samples but then it's a completely different beast mm. being like oh yeah i'll include this 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 is our song now it's like oh okay. yeah wild um but yeah it had a huge this this one track had a huge impact on hip-hop mm. uh which is fun also because of hamilton because 
I'm only 19, but my mind is older is a line that is used in the hit Broadway production of Hamilton. Chris, as our resident expert, can you confirm this? I can <laughs> confirm it. It's not just said once. I think it's said like four times in the whole musical. Yeah. Maybe there you go, because it's twice, four times as good as most lines. <laughs> maybe definitely maybe three. Multiple. More than one. Did you did you, you have a moment rhymes, but you when you heard the sound when you were like, oh mine. that's probably where it's from? Yeah. Uh, I, well, I, like when I was listening to it, definitely the second time. I can't really remember the first time. Um, mm. The second time, because you'd mentioned Hamilton, I was like, "This doesn't sound like Hamilton." And they went, "I'm only 19," but I was like, "Oh, there we go." <laughs> yep. And then nice. I was like, "I want to listen to it's Hamilton." It's all worth now. it just for that little bit of. <laughs> 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 it's all worth it just for that. Did you enjoy Will as our resident resident um, reference fan? Did you enjoy the um, first Nas and Wu Tang song, where like just before the features came in, it referenced each of them? I thought it was really wholesome. Oh, I like just before that. Nas came in, it said the world is ours, and then just before oh, the Wu Tang guys did, came yeah, in, it I said did Cream. Think that. Yeah, and I was like, because I I enjoyed it because I'd forgotten or didn't know that Nas and Wu Tang were on the album. <laughs> so like, I was like, oh, is that a Nas reference? And then Nas came in, and I was like, all right. And it was like, a, it was basically, you know, the high school musical song, We're All In This Together. It was that. <laughs> so I just really enjoyed it. I just thought it was really cute. But they just like, we're all in this together, me, Naz and Raekwon. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I did. I did enjoy that. I hadn't noticed that as as much as you, but like, I did definitely hear it. I was like, oh, that's cool. But yeah, that's definitely the what they're doing, isn't it? I didn't think anything. Well, I, th- I was Sa- like, yeah, oh yeah, same that's, here. that's that line. But I didn't realize it was literally... Literally yeah, because they're on the damn track. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Because I was like, oh yeah, they're referencing Naz. And then Naz raps. I'm like, oh cool, Naz is here. But I hadn't even considered Yeah, I was just like, yeah. Naz reference the year after his album in yeah. New York. Sure. And then Naz is there. I'm like, oh, okay. We're yeah. like <laughs> asserting some credibility, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you yeah, say yeah, they're on I the same so. label, I guess that, that makes sense. But like, yeah. yeah. Naz was just a friend of Havoc. I don't think it was on the label, but it's cool. Oh, Okay. But, but the, the Wu Tang were on the label. Yes, I think so. On the label. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Q Tip's production is good because apparently what he did was he went into the studio and just doubled down. Like Havoc was saying, like, "Oh, this is what I've been doing," and Q Tip was like, "Here's what you want to try. Here's we're going to double down some of the kicks and some of the snares and layer it up, and it'll sound real beefy." And Havoc was like, "Yeah, it was. It was cool. He just did a bunch of shit, and now it sounds great in clubs." Yeah, it knocks. Right. It goes. It it, 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 it knocks. knocks. Is yeah, I like that. It knocks. <laughs> Knocking drums to quote it's, it, Ben White from earlier. It, <laughs> that's the next T-shirt we do. It knocks Ben White. <laughs> it knocks. But it's, it's, it's like Walter White it's you dressed like, as nice into like Biggie yeah. Smalls Ready to Die's album cover. Nice. Walter, that's what Walter I want to see. Brackets Ben White. Yeah. Ready to White. It knocks. No, don't write that down. Hey, yo, Mister White. Um, <laughs> oh gosh. I think that calls it for now. Should we do final thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, not my thing. Not my thing. Uh, it was it was a bit of a slog, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just not my thing. That's fine. Um, yeah, that's fine. Maybe maybe at some point. Not today. Definitely not tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it was all right. I um, would have liked some more interest in the instrumentals, but like. It was fun, and there's some like cool stories here, and yeah, yeah, cool. Ben yeah. White, 
yeah i mean i don't have anything to add really that i haven't said i mean i think if, if you're if you're into this if you're into like some like mid-90s um gang gang lyrical super good interesting flow um in fact if if you want right here's what you can do if you want an exercise in guitar soloing take a mob deep track and then transcribe the rhythm and then make your guitar solo that do that <laughs> that'll be a rad exercise and rad. i guarantee you would not come up with those lines elsewhere I knew a dude in a session band called um, Hip Hop Hooray who used to talk about how he would guitar. Um, it wasn't Hip Hop Hooray. It was a, it's, either way. Some producer at a studio I used to work for who said that guitar solos for him, he would just listen to a rapper that he liked and play in rhythm with that rap that he was oh, he- hearing yeah, in his head. Nice. Which is a great way for improvisation. Yeah. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, I, I'm a fan of this album. I, it's great for me. Good motivation, fantastically haunting and eerie beats, and big influence in the scene. Hard hitting, scary man. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. We have been the Dang album nugs. club. Um, if you want to listen, to, if you want to get in touch, you know we have Facebook and Instagram, which is the don't album know club. What we're doing yet. Dot pod. Don't, don't know worry. What we're doing next week. Uh, at Twitter, it's the album club, and email. You can just email us at thealbumclub.pod at gmail.com. If you wish to leave us a voice note, go on to Anchor and and do what you just say something. I don't care. Say say something. What are you gonna do? Say something. You know. Say with your chest as well. Um, Bad on the run. <laughs> Bad ben White. On the run. Ben White, you are the chooser, the arbiter of the next album. Oh, let's do a band on the on the. No, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> let's do. Let's do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with the the obvious way is pick something you probably haven't heard that is different to everything we've done so far. Let's do. Let's do Onion by Chase Seguil. Seguil? I don't know how you say it. The album's called Onion, and the man's first name is Chase, and his surname is C-E-G-I-L-E. And it's from, I don't know, 2016-ish. Something like that. Um, no, don't put it in the arcade playlist. Hello? <laughs> Straight away. <laughs> no! <laughs> I, I mean, some, some of it you might get away with it. Okay, um, fair. For now. I wouldn't just willy-nilly put songs <laughs> yeah. in the playlist for you. For your work, that's that's a dangerous game, sir, madam. Yeah, that um, is excellent. A, it's Have a, a good week, game. everybody. We will see you next week. For bye, everyone. Onion. Yes. Onion. 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 Bye. Do you know onions are like August? <laughs>